Welcome to the Apple Insider Daily Podcast for Friday, June 16th, 2023. I'm Charles Martin, and we begin today with alternate app stores. You may have already heard of the European Digital Markets Act, which is making its way slowly through the EU process, which would force Apple to allow for third-party app stores. Now Japan is poised to finalize a law that would do the same thing, and, like the EU bill, would also allow for those alternate stores to use other payment processors. The idea is to stimulate competition, with hopes that it would reduce app prices. However, given the experience of the Android world's existing allowance of third-party app stores, the lofty goals of the legislation are unlikely to provide much, if any, benefit. Apple has traditionally fought against third-party stores, citing concerns about security and privacy standards that can't be forced upon alternative stores, though Apple may or may not be allowed some control over how the stores would run. In the Android world, Google often points to third-party stores as the leading supplier of malware-infested, copycat, or just plain scam apps that cause headaches for Android users. In addition, these new laws may simply end up being ineffective. Studies indicate that up to 97% of Android users stick with the Google Play Store almost exclusively for Android app downloads because of the problems we just mentioned, and this would likely also be the case for any iOS alternative stores. As for the requirement to allow third-party payment processors, this could conceivably benefit developers in the form of taking a lower percentage than the 15 to 30% that Apple does. But, as with the alternative stores themselves, this could also be an open invitation to shady payment processors that, for example, wouldn't give refunds to dissatisfied customers or would gather and sell customer data. Speaking of threats, the ham-fisted changes being forced on Reddit users by the company's management continues. Yesterday, we told you that Reddit management was effectively eliminating access to most third-party apps that improve or enhance the Reddit experience. In protest, the unpaid admins of thousands of groups, called subreddits, took down public access to the groups and were planning to prolong its going dark protest, effectively closing the groups to most users. Today, the Apple subreddit and many others who had planned to continue the protest were forced to reopen under duress after Steve Huffman, the CEO of Reddit, threatened to remove the moderation teams of closed subreddits. The team of the Apple subreddit is still discussing options, but a number of moderators in other groups have opted to resign in protest, and the company will likely find it difficult to find new moderators who will work for free under the present management. In other Apple news, good news for our listeners in Europe. The Beat Studio Buds Plus, which debuted in the U.S. last month, are now being released across the EU, with more countries gaining the highly rated wireless ANC earbuds soon. The Studio Buds Plus are an updated version of the original Studio Buds with improved active noise cancellation and transparency, larger microphones, improved battery life, and the option of black, ivory, or transparent color options, including both the Buds themselves and the cases. They retail for $170 in the U.S., but of course European pricing varies slightly by country. Speaking of stuff that sells well, a new report by investment firm J.P. Morgan claims that there has been a shift in consumer iPhone purchasing lately, with buyers swinging back to preferring the regular iPhone 14 now, compared to the strong demand for the iPhone 14 Pro and Pro Max in the months following its release. 
The stats show that the Pro Max fell by 1% with buyers, while the regular 14 model rose by the same amount. The iPhone 14 Pro also slipped a single percentage point, but the iPhone 14 Plus has held steady at 7% of demand, continuing its run as the least popular current iPhone model. Overall, the combined iPhones increased their share of the three major U.S. carriers by a single percentage point to 67% of the market. The report also noted that the iPhone 11, which is offered at heavily discounted rates for prepaid buyers, remains very popular as a way to lure new prepaid buyers and Android switchers. Finally for today, a notable change in financing terms for iPhone and Apple Watch buyers who plan to use their Apple Card to finance the purchase. As before, Apple Card monthly installments allow customers to pay for products with zero interest using a portion of their approved Apple Card balance, but the new changes will take effect on August 15th. At that time, buyers who are using the monthly installments feature will be required to connect their new iPhone to a carrier at purchase. This was already a condition for the iPhone if you were buying it in a store, but now also applies for online purchases. The other notable change affects Apple Watch financing. Again, starting August 15th, buyers will have to pay off the watch within 12 months rather than 24 months as is currently available. Buyers who have already started their plan are not bound by this change. Since new iPhones and perhaps a new Apple Watch series are likely to be introduced in September, it makes sense that any changes in the financing would take effect ahead of new products. Potential buyers under this plan should bear in mind that it is interest-free only if you don't miss any payments. If you do, significant interest charges will apply to the purchase. You can hear more news and analysis from Apple Insider on the weekly Apple Insider podcast every Friday, as well as our HomeKit Insider podcast that's out every Monday. Links to both shows are in the notes for this one. If you'd like to support the Apple Insider Daily Podcast, we are now accepting sponsorships. Contact information is now provided in the show notes for this episode. Thank you for listening, and be sure to tune in on Monday for more. I'm Charles Martin, and this has been the Apple Insider Daily Podcast for Friday, June 16th, 2023.